say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to another episode of Superhero Discussions. My name is Travis Hines, Travis underscore 156 on Twitter. And as always, I'm joined by Greg, the Bat Daddy 52. Greg, how you doing this evening? I'm doing awesome, man. Recording a little earlier than usual. Uh, got off work, got to watch some uh, Batman the Animated Series. This is where you say it starts to pick up for me. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to uh, dive into this and talk about it picking up. So here we go. Yeah, it's... The, we got our first two-parter that we're going to talk about and an extra episode that I think is pretty neat in the way that it focuses on something else completely, but it still has a pretty good message. Kind mm-hmm. of takes a little element from Christmas Carol, a little tiny bit. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. uh, but before we get into all that goodness, uh, I'm going to talk about the network that we're a part of. We're part of the Geek Ultimate Alliance network uh, with podcasts every day of the week. Uh, on Mondays, we have World Finest True Believers with Chris Balga, where he and, and he and a guest takes a uh, take a look at a comic book run of the guest of choice. You, I've been on there, you've been on there. Pretty much everyone in the network's been on there, and uh, it's great po- comic podcast. It's my yeah, favorite, actually. So uh, 
big love for Chris on that. It's, it's awesome. Tuesdays is uh, me and you. We're doing DC Alliance. Uh, we're getting some news about DC. Snyder Cut's coming up soon. And we're going to have our first DC movie review, Greg, yes. soon yes. enough. Yes. Uh, one of us may have to travel a bit further than from the living room to the bedroom to watch it, but uh, <laughs> we're going to get that review out, listeners, and nice. it's going to be fun. Uh, Wednesdays is the Yin to our Yang that is going to be going live in a couple hours with some very interesting Spider-Man news. So mm-hmm. look for that to drop. Uh, well, that'll drop a couple days before this, but very excited about that. Uh, that's what Travis Snell and Chris Balga love Marvel Alliance. Thursdays is Slice of Film and Ranger Alliance. Slice of Film is what Katie and her guests, they take a deep dive into a movie of the guest choice uh, choice most times that Katie's never seen the movie. So that's always fun to see that, just like you at this series. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always love like, hearing people's first experiences, especially if it's something that I really enjoy. Uh, Ranger Alliance, Clay, and Rotating Guests take deep dive into... Power Rangers, and especially mm-hmm. with the new announcement of them diving deep and creating a universe on Very exciting. television. Mm-hmm. I think that's a perfect podcast, uh, and you can tell they really love Power Rangers. So mm-hmm. that's great. Fridays is this show, uh, Superhero Discussions, and Fridays is Friday Night Live is Super Civil Servants. Mm-hmm. So that drops Saturdays in your podcast feed, and on Saturdays and Sundays, is uh, Weird Science Comics, DC, and Marvel, which takes deep dives into the current runs of comics that he's reading. And Sundays, maybe sometimes Mondays, but I'm pretty sure it's most of the time Sunday, is Star Wars Alliance, since the Mandalorian show has been going on. They do reviews there, so that's pretty good. Uh, you've been on there. I think I was on the first episode. Uh, it's kind of right damn in the middle, like one thirty in the afternoon for me, time zone. But uh, yeah, that's every podcast uh, we have. A lot of fun. Star Wars Alliance is Katie Nathan. I can't believe I forgot to say that. <laughs> Sorry. And we have a Patreon as well. Dollar tier and five dollar tier. Dollar tier is just basically a donation. You just are basically helping us keep the wicks burning in for our candles. And five dollars, you actually get early access to episodes, ad-free episodes, Patreon exclusives as well. So look yeah. for the Star Top Ten Star Wars uh, breakdown coming sometime in December. So sometime this month. So look for that, patrons. Mm-hmm. And thank you as always for being patron. And also thank you as always for listening, sharing, liking, engaging in tweets with us on. Mm-hmm. Like, anything. Just thanks. It's been such a fun ride. And, Greg, I think that's everything, isn't it? I think you nailed it. Yeah. I I, I need to start writing out a checklist. That way we can just check, check, check. Ah, usually. Was, yeah. But I think, I think we're getting times, good But yeah. my head's a little mush right now. It's been too much studying. Next mm-hmm. Superhero Discussions episode, I'll be completely refreshed, and it'll be over. So, uh, listeners, you may hear a bit more pep in my step next episode, but... Or you may even be able to hear the smile on my face <laughs> for <Yeah>. having <laughs> several weeks off. But uh, without further ado, Greg, let's get into Batman the Animated Series, uh, Season 1, Episode 10, Two-Face Part 1. Mm. And before we get into it, I'm going to talk about the title card, which basically is a slap in the face of here's everything that's going to be important to this character and his development after this first episode. 
Oh yeah, yeah. I I enjoyed it, man. The, the artwork in these is fantastic. It's it's you know it, it's a nice little snapshot, like you said, into into what you're going to see in the future, the, the the episode. And I like trying to decipher little things in these episodes that they 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 don't necessarily say, but you got to kind of deduct from what they're putting out there. You know, so it, it's really fun. Um, Todd of Quartz, great. Batman yeah. the animated series. And this is part one and part... We're going to talk about part one and part two, and then we'll take a break, and we'll talk about the third episode. Okay. Uh, that's... Well, we because this is one full fluid story, I don't I really think breaking it up halfway through is is as good for us for discussing it. But uh, who knows? Uh, yeah. But, uh, Greg, overall, what are your thoughts on this episode before we dive into it? Okay, man. So this is where you told me that the series takes off. So picks up, picks up. Picks up. Well, I guess takes off, picks up. Yeah, so same kind of deal. Uh, I I enjoyed this one uh, a little more. Maybe I'm just getting into more into the series. Um, but I, I I enjoyed the characters in this one because I love Two Face as a character, and uh, you know you can always get me with a good origin story. Uh, you know we've seen Harvey a couple of times. I think in Poison Ivy we saw him, and I think we met him in an episode before that, but I can't remember, yeah. but he wasn't like a big part of that episode. So this is our, you know, he's a recurring character. It's our first time kind of, you know, getting a real story on him other than he got a little bit. Of well, we knew he was friends with Bruce before. Right. right. They'd was, established that before. Yeah. Well, it's funny because they had established that before, but these aren't the order they aired in. So that, that's what throws well, that's me off. Not this, their, you know? Yeah. That's not, that's not, that's not the production order. Right. And that could be, in simple terms of not getting the episode back, right? Like right. they're waiting for to get it from the the animators, mm-hmm. so they just put out whatever they get. You know what I mean? It's not quite. That's not the way they want it to them to air because if they aired normally, it wouldn't be so out of place. You know what I mean? Because this would be episode seventeen and eighteen in the air date order. So the the ten and eleven it really flows as a two parter, and it really flows better when you have some. Uh, some more groundwork for Harvey being there. Like yeah. it's not out of nowhere. It's, I, I, I really, really enjoy the production order. Mm-hmm. I was really worried about how they were going to do the introduction for Harvey, how they were going to do the transformation, I guess. And at first in this one, when I saw it and they were doing the psychological thing was already there type thing. I was like, okay, I get that. Uh, you know, cause I guess, you know, he, he does kind of have a different side to him, but they went full out, uh, you know, alternate ego before he even has the accident, which I found interesting, but I think they did a good job of it. Uh, I was well, not disappointed ultimately, with, huh? Ultimately two face is big, bad hair. Well, it's yes, just, it's just a scarring yeah. part of it. Right. So he's always mm-hmm. had two face in him, but I think from all the, from everything I know, it's not necessarily, he's like, I don't think Big Harv is as big of a thing. I think that Harvey Dent is a guy that maybe can can get, get angry and can. I mean, they, I guess in in the Nolan trilogy they kind of showed that in the scene where he punches the guy uh, in the courtroom and dis- disables the gun type deal. So you see, he does have a side to him. It's not all uh, nice. Uh, that was cool. That wouldn't. I didn't say it wouldn't. That cool. wouldn't angry. No, like when he grabs the guy. Oh yeah, I got just you. I got angry. You. But what I mean that's- is. Badass, that's or, or badass. That's different. Not, 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 not just some, not what you would expect a politician to do. It's, Let's put it that oh, way. Okay. See, well, the here's is our first kind of a uh, little bit of disagreement or kind of uh, just different points. Well, because I really enjoyed this episode. Uh, 
Yeah. And yeah. you can tell like his anger is spilling over because for the whole time he's held that in ever since he thought he hurt that bully. So mm-hmm. you you can tell this is like this is a story as old as time of if you keep battling up your anger it's gonna explode. And then it's just a whole series of events kind of makes Harvey not believe in the lies much or not believe in the process with how Rupert Torn can basically get out of anything. Like he even says it when he rips out that folly. I've been trying to subpoena. I tried to subpoena it when he's two faced. He was like, I tried to subpoena this for years. Yeah. Wouldn't yeah. get it. So like essentially for me, it's like everything in episode one plus everything beforehand, like, cause he's alluded to, he's been doing this, like fighting this battle for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, has led him to like he's not getting any further ahead. Rupert Thorne is still, you know, he did more damage in the six months as Two Face to Rupert Thorne's operation than he did the whole time as the district attorney as well. Right. Oh, I, yeah. I don't. I don't necessarily look at that as him giving up on the law or giving up on uh, what uh, is right. I think that he still feels that way. I, I think this is a guy who's diagnosed with with a serious uh, medical condition of of. of uh, was it schizophrenia when you have two I would say multiple personality disorder? Yeah. yeah. Uh, schizophrenia. That's see, not you right. keep, Why did I say that? No. You oh keep that, That's you close. that thought too, Greg, because uh, I'm saying right now he's become disenfranchised with the lie a little bit, in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. But what you're saying is not right because there is another art in the future that uh, comes back around. And that what you just said, I that's why it made me smile because I know – when it comes back around, I'm like, you know, okay. pretty perceptive there, Mister. <laughs> I mean, I can understand his point of view, though. I can understand him getting mad in this because you know he's been chasing this for so long, and the, you know, they finally got that bust or the raid, and the judge just throws it out. I do want to point out one thing on that raid, though. Batman is the one who busts that raid up. Like the the cops, first of all, uh, they're they're in a U.S. Army uh, uh, U.S. Army or armory located in gotham city which one you never see the military there at all do you like i don't ever see the military in gotham in any iteration of gotham city why would they have an armory there but okay i can run with that uh and and to batman because they're super villains they might have to no 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 no, no, no not not why would not why would the villains hit the armory why would no. the army have an armory there when there's no presence of the army at all but i get it, it, it it's a story well let's um, just say maybe they stole the those maybe that's not the armory maybe they stole the no it said it specifically it said it was a us army armory yeah, and the sign on the boxes. It didn't say the building out front that they were in was okay. you. Okay. So okay. I'm saying okay. Is maybe I, I get what you're saying. Stole it from a base. Mm-hmm. That makes more sense. Yeah. That yeah. makes way more sense. Okay. Cool. Let me cross that one off. Bam. Bam. Let me bump the score up right here. Da, 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 da. There we go. All right. <laughs> and uh, two, I wanted to point out that Batman, when he when he thwarts this uh, this attempt of criminals to, to, to use their bazookas for whatever they Blow were doing. Jim Gordon in the and building. Hats and Harry yeah. and everybody. You notice he throws a guy out the window? I would never know Batman to do something like that. But like Zack Snyder says, that guy's fine. He is, though. He landed on the, he, the quintessential oh, 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 cartoon. On the awning. Yeah, I get that. I don't like, think they're... I, don't, I, I, I could be right. I could be right. But I don't think 
the people behind this show and this episode were thinking about uh, a debate on Twitter in the right. 2015. <laughs> exactly. About exactly. if Batman would kill or not. I think mm-hmm. they were going to do a classic cartoon trope of throwing somebody out the window and then landing on that uh, pe- uh, canopy, we'll call it. Let's call it yeah, canopy. Yeah, Oh, yeah, uh, and then droops down, but they're okay. So yeah. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I get it. Animated show, '90s for kids. I get it. So. Uh, what do you think about? I got a couple questions for you as okay. we go through this episode. What do you think about like Harvey losing control in front of everybody? I mean, like just for a bit of mud on his getting mud kicked on him, but a douchey like criminal. I'm glad you described him as a douchey criminal because that's what I have written down. <laughs> well, he comes back he, and knocks Batman and he got a pose with his douchey like crew, uh, douchey haircut, and then try to tackle Batman like he got a chance. Like no. Yeah. Well, I, I thought it was funny that Harvey got all bad. He said, "You know, you dare spit or uh, kick mud in my face," but he didn't kick mud in your face. He kicked it on your suit, like it clearly in your suit. And then you looked down at it and you were like, "Oh, but I, but you know, whatever." Uh, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed what well, I enjoyed. I liked at least seeing that, um, because they're making a definite transition from what you've seen as Harvey Dent to having, you know, another side to him, big Harv. And, uh, I mean, I, I like, they put it out there. I'm glad that it wasn't just a instant snap. Like as soon as he, when the explosion, he automatically turned and that was it. You see, there's a darker side to this guy before this injury well before we get to the explosion because there was a thing after the explosion that really sticks out to me uh really at the end of the episode but uh what do you think about first of all gordon did say thank you to batman yeah when you said batman like it was batman who did it not the police uh or anybody like that when harry was thanking people Mm -hmm. gordon looks up and sees batman it's like thank you Think if you weren't there, everyone would have been screwed. Oh yeah, and Bat- Batman doesn't do it for the thing, so right, just the respect of Jim Gordon, true hero, a, a dad he wishes he had. <laughs> uh, I I gotta say, I I one thing I really wanted to ask you was, what do you think about the the Rupert Thorne's like lady henchman? She was really pushing the boundaries at a couple points in time through this two part with me, like when the when they were fighting people. Uh, when Harvey and Batman are fighting people, like she's actually like they were portraying her as getting aroused by the fighting. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed that, but that I, was really I odd that. to me. I noticed I was, like, that. that. That's kind of odd. she's like, oh, 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 and like the way they made her kind of like a Jessica Rabbit feel to me. Yeah, and I feel like they've done that with a lot of female characters in this show. I did this like she had huge Lana vibes. You yes, know what I mean? remember when yes, Lana was laughing the. I actually, I actually saw her for the first time. I was like, Lana. <laughs> like yeah. The, so yeah, I, I totally get that. Oh, speaking of that scene uh, where where they're fighting, Batman in these two episodes gets his ass handed to him a number of times by just you know regular street level henchmen, like a number of times in these in these mm-hmm. couple episodes. And I'm like, what what's going on with Batman? He's getting his ass kicked by nobodies. Does he though? Because he's he hurt. does. He's hurt because he's trying to help his friend. Well, he's not hurt. He's not hurt until at the beginning of the fight when they're getting their ass kicked. When it's Harvey and and Batman in the first fight, he's not holding his own. He's not really doing very well. Right before Harvey knocks him out, he's not doing very well. Go back and look at it. I did. He was what? What? 
they, they tackled him. Like they showed him basically like four or five people holding on to him, like they grabbed him by the uh, cave. By the cave, and him him down. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying, it didn't seem like Batman to me. But I mean, I I I, I don't want you. I can't have face to look five at, guys like, by Batman's myself. back, like picture, like yeah. picture of Batman's back from some of the comics, where it's all scars now. Like he doesn't really like. Yeah, I picture those scars being from every big night. battles, not from street level thugs. Oh, he never get caught with a knife or get caught by his cape or anything like that. No. Yeah. Come on. He has no powers. He can get caught. The, I, mean, I know he can. And then, you know, actually, you know, in, in the warehouse scene, in, the warehouse scene in, in Batman vs. Superman, he gets caught. He gets hauled in. They were yeah, he gets hauled. Yeah. I, I get it. I get it. Shot in the head. And, but, I mean, those aren't. Thugs, those are big bad battles. Oh no, they're not. Sorry, Gregory. Sorry, Gregory. <laughs> I don't know. You know what? You're even right. BBS, even BBS fact check by your. You're right. You're right. <laughs> fact check by your favorite movie. I I, I do I did want to ask though. There's the the turning point in this scene where in this episode is that he's got Harvey Dent before the explosion, and he's got dirt on him. Yeah, well, he goes to his psychiatrist and uh, breaks in and steals file. But the dirt on him is that he hit a kid when he was younger. No, it's like it's like from it's like from his permanent record in high school, which I don't think actually exists. Chris, let me know if those actually exist. I don't think they do. Uh, Like what? What? Okay, what other? Did I miss something? What other dirt does he have on him? First of all, you missed that. We're back in the early 90s. And I don't know if you know this, but it was a big stereotype. And he says it multiple times in the episode. There's a reason why he doesn't check into the hospital to save his sanity. There is a big stigma on talking to psychiatrists. He says it at least no, three no, no. to four times in the episode. Okay, so that's what it is. It's talking yes. to the psychiatrist, yeah, it's, it's not every, the fight. It's just the fact that he's going to a psychiatrist. Okay. Okay. And if they get that, they'll think it. he's crazy. That's basically that. back in the early 90s. That was the – and even into some – some people still think that. Yeah. But that was a stereotype that if you talk to a psychiatrist, you were crazy. Okay. So See, that's a, essentially a, what he's there playing. There. He's in folders. Because he says that. I wouldn't say that. Like, I wouldn't say that that's what they were going in this episode if he did not mention it multiple times. Like, when the, his psychiatrist is like, you need to check yourself in. You, you like, to do that. And he's like, I can't. Like, I'm trying to win this. Do you know what the voters will say if they hear this? Yeah, that's so true. He, he, he said the same thing to Bruce, time. too, when he's telling Bruce. So you know what the voters will think. And then Bruce is like, I think it's strong and all this stuff that you're getting help. It's a sign of a strong man, but that's not what Harvey thinks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you changed my mind. I didn't think about that. I, I thought that the information that he was going to give up on Harvey, that everybody was going to turn on him, was that he punched a kid when he was no, in He was basically laughing school. at that. He was laughing okay. at the fact that okay. you this this thing that happened to you, and in reality you didn't put the kid in the hospital, like this is caused you this much anguish and like it's like he's laughing while he's reading it out and his henchmen are laughing as well yeah. so that's what because I, I like i said it's the to press because the press is go, the press is only going to run one headline and that's uh, district attorney talks to or district attorney needs help from psychiatrist uh, sanity in question something like that because she even says you got to go you should go to a hospital to keep your sanity to save your sanity mm-hmm. 
Yeah, or yeah. save your mind. One of them. I think it's save your sanity. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Starting to get into the second part of this now. No, well, uh, we, get, we get to the the battle they have, and uh, Thorn takes off with the file, and Harvey chases him, and one of Thor- Thorn's goons shoots the electrical box, trying to shoot mm-hmm. at Harvey. Batman knocks, like, saves him from shooting at Harvey, mm-hmm. even though like, the, we've been trained to believe that these henchmen in this show are shoot just like stormtroopers, so I don't know why right. Batman would think that he would hit Harvey. I think all bad guys in movies shoot like stormtroopers. I think stormtroopers get the blunt end of the, like the you know, I, part I of that, but, but they all did. Like, with a big action hero, and then all, like two minutes into his first scene, he gets shot in the leg and they end up killing him. Like, that's a movie. <laughs> and there you go, yeah. And then after the end, like, it goes black and it's like, Realist. The end. It's 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 the choice of uh, Batman saves. Oh, excuse me. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to uh, <laughs> give that away. But yeah, uh, he runs out. He's down there, and Batman sings out to an end. Pretty cool looking explosion, and the point of just flipping it up in the air and dropping. Yeah. Like, yeah. I thought that was done really well for like just for animate it. Mm-hmm. And he gets a look at his face, and he's horrified. Yeah, it's two faced now. Well, I like how they did the reveal of Two Face too. I like how there's little hints at it here and there until you finally see it, and I love the look. You know, it's similar to to me too. The reveal, Greg, is similar to Joker in the '89 movie. There you go. Very similar. It's dropped like okay. horrified. He's like, "Give me!" You know, he gets his he gets the cracked mirror, but it's still kind of the same mm-hmm. essential idea, right? Yeah, I, I agree. Well, that that is a, I didn't think about that. It's a good point. Too. Like it's complete horror, and I don't think we've ever seen Batman have that expression on his face to date. In yeah, his, show. Eye, his eyes were huge, like, like insanely oh, crap. huge. But yeah. what really, uh, to me, like caps his transformation is when he walks out and Grace sees him, and she just faints immediately. And you know, he thinks then, like, I'm a monster. Well, what about the doctor and the nurse's reaction to it? It's like, you yeah. such professionals, like, you knew what you were expecting. You you put bandages around this guy like why is that? But I guess it is weird because I don't know. I guess well maybe they couldn't have because someone else could have done the dressing right. That's and true. Someone else could have done the surgery. That's true. And this is also supposed to be a chemical burn, not just yeah. like a burn. So like they, I guess they don't know what to expect with it yeah. because it is very. Like look what the acne acne chemicals did to or Ace chemicals did to Joker. Sorry. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So I mean, it's 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 crazy. And like I said, I really enjoyed the look. Um, it's funny at the beginning of this episode, I wrote down what is the difference, what is the time between these two episodes? Because it seems like from the first to the second, it's a long period of time, and like almost immediately after I wrote that down, they're like, "It's been six months," and I was like, "Oh crap!" Scratch yeah. that out. So they do, they do do a time jump. jump. Yeah, yeah. So they do so a time we'll do, jump in this one. You're six months later. We'll do that too. We'll jump. Actually, gonna go completely go against exactly what I said. Uh, before we started this and we're going to take a quick break we'll be okay. back in two shakes of a tail and uh, get back with part two lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're back. Okay, Greg. Uh... We did what we, I said we weren't going to do and broke these up into two parts with a ass between. the best idea anyway. Yeah, to be honest. Uh, with. So, guys, this is how listeners this is how quickly I uh, second guess myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, it shows you how well we plan all this. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> we're just talking. I I watched these today. Like I I've did seen too, them like multiple an hour times. Ago. Yeah. I watched these today, so I think that's the best. To be honest with you, when we when we watch them and then talk about them pretty much immediately i'd like to react to them and then like watch them together and mm-hmm. and talk about it while we're watching a little bit and then after we're done the episode discuss we, we should do that one time man let's do we'll a do live special, let's man. do we'll, a live superhero we'll discussions where we want we do a commentary on episodes as we go i'm, I'm down for yeah. that yeah. we're gonna do that we're gonna pick certain part there we go we've we've come up with something right on the fly like here it. listen you're I like it. you're with us in the experience you're getting like the brains working here like big brains going great mm-hmm. good job uh so yeah that'll look for that we're gonna pick i will pick the episodes and the which ones and i think you'll will enjoy them but we'll have to like figure out a way well we'll have to time it so that we're both watching at the same time yeah so yeah. without further ado let's get into part two greg uh we get the new harvey dent like you said six months later uh they put that out there pretty quickly. And six months later, calling himself Two Face, he got a couple henchmen. I'm pretty sure their mm-hmm. names are Min and Max, mm. which is really funny. I don't know if it's mentioned. Uh, I think it is right at the start, maybe. I think if you put subtitles on, yeah, I think I saw that because that's why I love watching sub- having subtitles on these kind of shows because you get a lot more information. Uh, I, right off the bat, I didn't like the, I didn't like that he was saying uh, good face, bad face. For, for the uh, flip of the coin, I was like, oh, "That's it's it's on the nose. It's cheesy." It's you said heads and oh, excuse me, good heads, bad heads. Yeah, Not good face, bad yeah. face. Good heads, bad heads. And I was like, "Okay, yeah, okay." I guess you, sure. Well, um, it's, it's a it's a coin with two two head like. Oh yeah, classic so classic could... two face. I get that, yeah. but I, it just seems too simple. Good heads, bad heads. What would you call it? I don't know. I have to think about it, but I would have wanted to come up with something badass for it. You know. I don't it's know why. Coin. I mean, I don't know how. No, but it, more it's badass. a coin. But this coin makes every decision you make in your life. Every yeah, major decision. It, it's just a coin with some scratch down one side. Like if it was like a like a ten a, a hand sized pog with like rhinestones. Pogs, and, man. I remember you know what that. I mean? Like if it was Goodness something gracious. special and unique. Like if it had his yeah. logo on it, even I could understand. But this is just a regular run of milk coin because. I mean, just started. Well, so. no, not it's not a regular run of the middle coin. It's a double sided head coin. Yeah. Okay, so it, yeah. it's a special coin, even though they don't mention that in this show. I don't think before this point that it's no. a double sided head coin. Well, maybe he changed the coin. It, it, right? but it very well could be, yeah, because there were six months, like you said. Maybe, maybe so. he changed it. You're absolutely right. Because uh, I don't actually don't think they have him flipping a coin before this, do we? I mean, well, no, they have him flipping a coin. Yeah. yeah, but it wasn't to make a major decision. No, I think it was right? just like a hint, like a allude yeah. to what was his future. But I just got to say that I really love that he flips a coin and they act like for every decision. Yeah. Just yeah, to leave it up to fate. I, I kind of love that. And I, I, 
I really love that they grabbed Silver Dollars, which comes back around right at the end. Like, what a nice little little thread you stick in there, and then you pluck it right at the end of the episode to basically defeat Two-Face, and you would not think about that watching that. Like, you definitely didn't think when they grabbed the Silver Dollars that they would be used to stop him. No, I, I didn't, and uh, no, actually, I didn't even think about that until you just said it. Uh, I do recall the, the scene where they did that, and I was, I was going to point out the Batman Forever, uh, how they kind of pulled from that. However, I was like, oh, it's so stupid. How does Batman carry around so many coins and snap? But it's actually a really good idea, and maybe they pulled it right from here because that's a great... It, it may be in the comics as well. Props know, but, to Batman because, huh? like, Batman definitely has the same kind of thing like high-level athletes have. Where like time kind of slows down, like when he's seen Two Face flip that, start flipping that coin, right? Everything slows down a bit extra for him, mm-hmm. and he looked over and because if you think about it and flip the coin and how long it takes to drop, it's very hard to, for somebody to look over, and notice the coins, and flick them in his direction in a time. Although every time he flipped this coin in this show, it was like oh, a gigantic. It was like yeah, like seven seconds. I was like, wow, okay. But maybe they're setting it up for that for that exact moment. So I did like that though, and I can see uh, Snell. You know, I know you're a big Nolan guy, and I love the the Nolan trilogy as well. So I'm not knocking it, uh, but I see things. This reminds me of. I think Aaron Eckhart looked at this version and pulled it from, you know, his, his version of, or his attitude for uh, Harvey Dent from this, this episode. Uh, somewhat, but like his Harvey Dent had no, like had a little bit of anger issues, but it wasn't on any level that this was. On. I mean, more of the two face. Let me know. Okay. Not Harvey yeah. Dent. Yeah. The oh, two face. Yeah. The yeah. two face. Oh yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. Yeah. That's, oh, I 100% agree with that. I was like, yeah. because it's a big, bad Harv element. That never came. He was just a suave, like, cool operator. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah. but, yeah, I, I like his suit, too. What do you think about his look before we go on? Like, I, I love the look I love with it. the two different, and how, it, like, uh, oh, it's just, like, with the white, black, white, black, white. Mm-hmm. Like, and the white, way, the, way black, the tie and the shirt suit, and the jacket all coincide shirt, together. Shirt, black tie, yeah. Yeah. Wicked. And the it hair, really same cool. thing. The hair, the same thing. White and black. Even the big lip, man, looked really cool. Like I thought the big eye was weird, but I mean, I guess it's kind of you know, if you're gonna go all in, go all in. You know, uh, I enjoy, I enjoyed the look. Maybe the color, I wouldn't maybe would have done blue, but I mean, it's not like it's a deal breaker or anything. It still looked really, really good. Uh, okay, the look was awesome. I didn't like the idea of for six months he's been hitting uh, thorns. You know, uh, establishments robbing them, stealing all his money and everything, and then the way he's going to beat them is by finding a file that he's been trying to subpoena for months and turn. And I, what's he going to do with it? Is he going to turn it into the cops? Like I don't understand what he said. The, he, he, said the, he goes to steal his file. He's like, I'm going to destroy him the same way he tried to destroy me. Yeah. So like, what did what did Thorn? I don't get sorry. What did Thorn threaten to do? He didn't threaten to go to the cops with it because that wasn't the cops thing. What did he threaten to do? Go to the public, to the with it. public and the press. 
So what is the public and the press going to do if he releases this information? They already everybody They're already going knows. No, they don't. No, they don't. If they knew that, the, if what do you mean? It was the public with. I, I thought Thor? I thought this Stromwell and this this Thorn was kind of meant to, to kind of re- what? replace Maroni and and and. Uh, yeah, you're. you're that's next episode. Put, Stromwell's next episode. Two yeah, I guess. again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I, but, I but but I don't but understand still. your objection here. Let's. No, there's no real objection. It just, it just seemed weird that, like, after going after this guy for six months, after what this guy's done to you, the way you want to defeat him is by trash tarnishing his name, by slander. Like, it just feels no. like with his attitude, like, you just grabbed this guy to kill him. No, but he wanted to do, like, he's trying to ruin him, Greg. He's trying to, like, kill him would be the easy thing to do, go in there and just shoot him. He's trying to... Like, like destroys businesses first. He did that, and then yeah. the next thing is to destroy publicly him, destroy him. Yeah. And okay. you're saying about that information? That information's not out there for everybody. Like he said, when he finally got the file, he was like, "I was, I've been like trying to subpoena this for years mm-hmm. before when he was a regular district attorney, Harvey Dent. Mm-hmm. He couldn't get access to it." But look at what's happening as Two Face. He gets it immediately, and he can just leak that. And then eventually, the cops will have to take a look at him then, and all this information's out there, right? So he's yeah. ruined. And that's why the Rupert. That's what he cares about. It's the file. He comes in after the file. That's what. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, what do you think about Grace's role in this episode? I liked it. It was a really good like uh, turnabout from where she was before with fainting at the end of last episode being like horrified seeing him and then having the complete switch around it's kind of sucks that she got fooled by uh rupert thorn but mm-hmm. still it, it that scene where she takes off his uh phantom of the opera style mask thing right and like tells him like comforts him as just uh like, I was like, this is really good for a supposed kid's cartoon. Yeah. Yeah, it was good drama. I mean, I, you know, I, I felt it. Uh, I, I enjoyed their relationship. I always hate whenever the solution for a hero to a villain is to talk them down. And it seemed like that's the way they were going to go. But then they added her in there, and it's more than just talking down. It's, uh, you know, someone you love, uh objecting to what you're doing i guess she kind of talked me down too but i I guess for me it's more believable that somebody you love your lover is going to talk you down than the batman even though i love batman i hate seeing the hero talk the villain down but no i i don't like to see that too at times but this is special circumstance because batman knows like this is used to be my best friend Mm-hmm. But Batman and doesn't talk him down. It, it, it Batman, wasn't Batman tries. Well, Batman he tries. Got hurt. He, he tries. Got hurt. Like yeah. that influenced the rest of this episode, where you're complaining about Batman getting beat up in that. Uh, like that influences the entire episode, where Batman, instead of taking him down, which he could have done, he tries to tie him down yeah. and gets a little way at first, and then his henchman comes in and causes everything to. Like him not to listen anymore and go after him, and then Batman's hurt for the rest of the episode. And also, I just got to say, Batman, you could have called Alfred for the Batmobile instead of like just being even more of a badass because the first of all, driving his bike in the rain—that's a no-no. And yeah, second like of all, him. like driving a bike when you're hurt, you got to hold up the bike. Like that's a that seems more like a, a speed 
like a racing I mean, bike. No, does. I mean you do. I don't know. If you, you're in a motorcycle. It's, no. you don't. You don't really have to hold the bike. Like I, I, I used mean, to have a motorcycle. You, once you hit the gas, the thing pretty much drives itself. Yeah, so it's really you know? comfortable, so. easy ride. You got like a broken rib or two. Uh, well, I wouldn't say that, but I yeah, mean, I, like I would have I feel like I could drive a bike with a broken like, rib. It might suck. Like, hey, Alfred, you know, can you swing back around with Batmobile, or maybe can I drive the Batmobile with one of the many remote control Batmobile <laughs> yeah. Yeah, devices I that. that I have? Yeah. I get that, but no, but no, yeah, I like I loved like he hit, he hit the afters like the twos, anything to do with twos. I love that. I love his hideout. What do you think of his hideout with the complete like mess on one side and really orderly on the other side? It's just Batman Forever arrives. <laughs> well, I was I was gonna say once again, like I feel like Batman Forever did a good job. I, I feel like they had to have drawn from this. Oh, show. for sure, they definitely like, looked at this rather, so. rather than like looked at the comics. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I assume they definitely looked here more. Yeah, but I, I loved it, man. I love the way, like I said, the, the way they. I think this character is the best character introduced so far in this show. Oh, easily, uh, especially because he has a personal relationship with Bruce, mm-hmm. and like we get that here in this episode too. Like, what makes Bruce try and tack him down and get hurt and all that even more is that dream he has where he couldn't save Harvey and then his parents are there being like, like save us. And he wakes up from nightmare. I, I do. Got, I do got to ask though, man, I know you've mentioned this Batman being injured. I know he talks about his ribs. Was the Batman injury when Harvey Dent or two face kicked him into the mop bucket? I'm not sure. I think so. I think when he punched him and well, he got him in the ribs. Well, I know he kicked him into a mop bucket. And that's how Harvey Dent got away originally. I know one time he hit him in the back of the head and almost knocked him out. But he like grabs he, his he grabs his piece of his coat as he's talking to him and gets yeah, hit. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's the moment. I think he grabs a piece of his coat and then Harvey kicks him. Yeah. And I think he land, he hits the mop bucket, and that's later when the janitor comes, Are you okay? And he yeah. sees he has the yeah. thing in his hand. Well, I think but it's, it's the like, combo it, of the head. I think it's oh is his head. I, and, I, uh, I I get it, but I, but my thing is, I've seen in this animated series Batman fall from like the eighth floor, eighth floor of a building onto the ground and tuck and roll and be okay. I don't think getting kicked into a mop bucket by a guy who doesn't have superpowers would would. would but would, he doesn't have superpowers either, and like if you're I get just, that. That's that's why that's why him jumping. That's why him falling from an eight story but, building and landing on the ground. Is, if you're yeah. not expecting something, I don't care if you're uh, Connor McGregor. If you're if that's I'm tired. Not I'm expecting does change. Being it. like yeah. Greg, like come on, Greg, we need to go, and you're just you're listening to me, and as I'm talking to you, you come forward and punches me. That's gonna hurt a lot more than you being like, come on, let's go, and I'm me seeing your punch coming. Even that's that, true. like obviously the jumping off, dates, falling from eight stories, you know, we got to suspend belief. But even that, if he's aware of that actually happening, I feel like he would have a better chance then. And obviously, this is not still exactly like dead or anything. But he could have been killed, so that's something that's like he really, I mean, they he, really could have just went over and shot him after he was knocked out there. He didn't get Nate Robinson, you know, so that that's okay as long as he didn't get uh, Nate I Robinson, argue that if Nate Robinson got knocked out into a map bucket, <laughs> I think that's the only way it could have been any worse. I just for mean, Nate yeah, Robinson. I, yeah, I, I just mean he didn't get knocked out like well, a fool like Nate Robinson. Say <laughs> Nate Robinson, all I can hear after the name Nate Robinson is Sonic's ring. Ding! I cannot find that gift, man. I've been looking oh, for it. Please send it to me. I cannot I find it. it. I, uh, I, I want to see it so bad. <laughs> anyway, but yeah. Uh, still, really enjoyed it, and uh, it's nice to see how, like I said, how Batman defeats Two Face with the. 
throwing of the coins, mm-hmm. and they wrap it up after with Batman being like, when GM's just asking Batman a question, and Batman, cl- like, cool and classy, flicks the coin into the fountain, making a wish. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed yeah. it, man. Yeah, the, you're right. It definitely picked up on these episodes. I, I enjoyed these episodes, I think, I think, the most out of everything I've seen so far in Batman the Animated Series. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, like I said, it'll get better, and I, I was watching some Justice League uh was it unlimited or no? I think just regular series, but Justice League, the animated series. And some of your complaints for the previous Batman, I was like, oh, if Greg could just see this right now, he'd be like, oh, wow, we're going to go from this to this. Like, can't in wait, terms of I can't wait. Progression of every, like, and this, it's just evolution, too, right? Like, this is still mm-hmm. like early 90s, and you're just going to keep evolving with the techniques to do animation. Because this is the same it. Batman but, in that series, correct? Yes. Same Okay. Going, right? So you same kind of look, but just you. I, I feel like you can do more with him fighting. Like the the animation advances every year, and like when you see him in Justice League, the way he fights and moves is so much more crisp and fast. But I still like okay. some of the ways he did it here is really good. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. but yeah, these are two. Oh, so well, we didn't give a ranking for the first. No, episode. Well, we were gonna we we're gonna do it as a full two parter. Okay, yeah. well, that's good because I got the same thing for both parts. Yeah. So, what's your what's your rating, Mister Mister? Uh, I you know I'm de- This was my favorite episode so far of the series, and I I'm I'm almost wanting to give it the nine, but I I don't know if I can quite give it a nine, so I'm gonna say like an eight point seven five and break the rules a little bit. Mine's eight point seven five. Mine's eight point five. Okay, so. that's what that's that's where I had it at before you trumped. Oh God, I hate using that term. Before you told me all the stuff that I was thinking wrong about this. Holy season. shit. Oh. Holy what? crap! That that term is ruined now. It is. I never thought about oh, that, that before. That term is that term been never, ruined for years. Are you kidding no, me? No, I never thought about it before. Yeah. I never thought about it. Term is ruined. Support whoever you want to support, but yeah. that that's that's why wow. I never thought about that before. That was something that was used all the time. Well, okay. When I say tainted, I'm like I said, I'm not talking trash about anybody who supports no, Trump. No. But what I mean is, when you say Trump, it means something different now than yeah. it did before. Yeah. So yeah, that's exactly. So, uh, yeah. but but um, you know, I had it at eight point five, and you convinced me of a few things that I crossed out and rose the score a little bit. So yeah, uh, eight point seven five to nine. So. And you don't. I, I got the benefit of knowing more episodes than the pipeline, right? To not right. put up something mm-hmm. too high that I would have to. And we'll always give you like if you want to come back to something after and be like, okay, well. Uh, like the way I did it for Superman the animated series was I had a tier that only so many episodes reached where the, the Batman crossover and the final two parts of Superman uh, fighting Darkseid like that that was kind of standing on its own and then everything else f- fell in under that so but like I said you you don't know what's coming so that's but you're in for some treats but the, like this like I said the first two parter was so good and uh. I can't wait to see Two Face again because I don't think the therapy is going to work. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, I definitely. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's um, we'll take a quick break and come back for our final episode. Let's do it. Let me find my pen so I can write it down. Um, okay, back quickly. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky. 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're back. Okay, Greg. Final episode. I'm uh, just trying to even brace myself to do this compared to what it's, we just. It is kind uh, of a letdown. I'm not gonna lie. Just just coming off those two, but you know what? You're gonna have. I mean, you're. I I would rather have a good episode like we had then now and then have some fillers. But and I letdowns. still enjoy this episode, so I don't want to. Yeah, 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 First of all, we'll talk about the title card of "It's Never Too Late." It kind of just looks like a lighthouse light. Yeah, I don't really know. So I, that one doesn't really leak the or will let me know what exactly is going on compared mm-hmm. to what we had before. You know what it is? It's not a lighthouse. I'm looking at it right now. It's a train coming down the tracks. Ooh, so it does. And it's never too late. Bam. Yeah. Title it's train coming down the tracks. I had, to think, I had to think about the episode. I was like, and I see the tracks now that I'm looking yeah, for. Yep, it's train coming down the tracks. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, pretty cool, actually. Nice. So, uh, it depicts uh, the climax of a line gang war between Gotham bosses Arnold Stromwell and Rupert Thorne. Uh, sensing the opportunity to resolve it peacefully, Batman attempts to convince Stromwell to retire. Yeah, and we're going to discuss that once again. Batman. Well, this was was a little better than what I was talking about before. I don't like when a crim- when a hero talks the criminal down, and that's uh-huh. the way he defeats him. This one was a little different, and we're going to get into that here in a little this bit. This is kind of similar to like in Daredevil, where he gets the guy to like talk on Kingpin kind of deal. Like he's essentially like getting yeah. somebody to turn over and give up everything but uh next unit kind of not like that so uh but i i kind of enjoyed this episode uh stromwell's there kind of like they're having a turf war with rupert thorne but his son's missing and he does it like he just assumes that thorne has stolen him and mm-hmm. from everything we've let we've been led to believe in the previous episodes like the two-parter we just we just watched before this we would we could see Thorne doing that. Like that's something I could believe. He, I thought yeah, he did 100%. for a while. I believed it. I, I believed it when I saw it. Yeah. The first thing I got to ask you, Greg, is what do you think about Batman's uh, Bruce yet another awesome disguise? This is like the third time or we've seen him disguised up in ten episodes or eleven episodes. Was really really cool. I like he's like the homeless guy at the at the bar, not homeless, but it's a guy who's drunk at the bar yeah. and he's getting kicked out because you see uh, Thorne's like, hey, get that guy out of here. They're gonna have some business, and you see him do something. And then he reaches for the cane. And at that moment, I didn't know what was going on. As soon as I saw the tracker, I was like, okay, it's Batman. I, I do got to point out one thing that bothers me. And it's not just about this series. It's about almost every single time you ever see a tracker on any series, other than maybe Spider-Man, the animated series. And there's probably a handful more. Why does every tracker have to beep or light up? Isn't the point of the tracker to be hidden? See why does it beep or light up? Even Batman vs Superman, the the tracker he shoots lights up on the back of the truck, uh, and I'm like, maybe why? Got why? 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 You got to be powered. But you don't have to have a flashing light. You can have power to have a flashing light. I don't think it's exactly like uh, a strobe light or anything there. Like I don't think if you're driving in a vehicle and you look in your rearview mirror, you're gonna see that light blinking or anything to alert you that Batman has a tracker on you. Like I don't. Think I, I think that I think if I'm anywhere just, in the dark and I see even a pinpoint light blinking, I'm going to see it. It's a tool 
to show the audience. audience. I know, so, I know, I know. Oh, so, I mean, like, you gotta be able to catch it. And I just feel like maybe I'm a smart enough audience where I can, I know it's a tracker. That. I don't need to know you're, it's beeping. You're, you know? See, first of all, you're getting mixed up because uh, he shoots the tracker at the car. What he leaves in the table is, is a basically a recorder. That happens to be flashing. Uh, we don't <laughs> see it flash. It to have I, lights. I, don't well, have why to, does it have lights? We don't see it with lights. I'm go we don't see it. We don't. Thought, we don't. I'm pretty sure no, it lights, but I could no, be wrong. you see the the other thing is that's what you're thinking about because yeah, we don't see that. We only see his hand go. We hear the classic like kind of mm. like something sticking to something, stick, mm. sticking to a surface, but that's him running his hand as he leaves and then he listens to the end to it. But that doesn't flash because. But that was still a badass move. Oh, it was wicked. Not, not and, to that. Still a badass. No, I know, and you're not yeah. exactly wrong. Like the, some of the some of them are kind of like strobe lights, but I think the little bat little bat thing that you're thinking about. I think that's something like in the Spider-Man, the anime series, that big white, basically like baseball that blinks. Tiny like, white one. It doesn't blink, does it? Yes, it does. It blinks. So, okay. well, either way it blinks. There you go. So I, I, I stand corrected. I, I just don't, I just don't get it. But I, like you said, I guess it is for the audience to know. It's for the audience to know this is a tracker. I get it. Yeah. I get it. So poor Batman. That's right. Um, got to come up with a new tracker. Back to the back to the drawing board, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't understand the Arnie background flashbacks and story, of course, until the end. So for me, like in the throughout the whole show, I'm like, well, this is stupid. Why do I need to know this? And now I've learned that maybe I should wait to the end of the show, and then I realize why I need to learn this. But uh, th- they were good. Um, I like how you get little parts of it here, little parts of it here, and every time you see it, it goes a little deeper into the story. Yeah, until you know, the very end, sure, you find the reveal of what actually happens. Sure, what's going on, and uh, you th- like Batman saves Stromwell, and that's basically the, essentially the end of the first act. And the second act is kind of like the Christmas a Christmas Carol, mm-hmm. with Batman taking it around and showing an error of his ways and trying to get him to flip, and like with showing him his son and his wife, his ex-wife or a strange wife. Uh, Connie, like taking care of him, and like I, I can't believe that I didn't shake him out of it. There, like it uh, ultimately he he doesn't. He was like, I gotta settle some stuff before I do anything. Like they're like, come on, dude. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, like I said, th- this one for me wasn't as good as the other ones, but it's it still had its its moment there. It wasn't a terrible episode. I do like that that he he finds his son in a drug rehab center and yeah. he's they're trying to find help for him and even though he's a bad guy he doesn't want his kid hooked on drugs or you know this type of deal so you know that that was a good message to have kind, there kind of stupid where he said I, I'm gonna take him I know he's getting right. help that okay, was yeah. that was the, right, that, that was the thug in him coming out yeah um I will say though there's the moment where they're uh, Batman and Stromwell are in the like whatever room they're in and tear gas gets shot in there and of course batman dons his you know mask and uh so you Stromwell like doesn't that. huh Stromwell doesn't have a mask he doesn't have a mask exactly so batman does but Stromwell doesn't and batman's like just wait here be okay guys i've been in a gas chamber before you're not just gonna wait there that tear gas don't work like that i'm telling you it's one of the worst experiences i've ever had in my life it only lasts for a few minutes but my goodness gracious it's insane. Dude, let me tell you. What they do is they fill this entire room in the Army base train. They fill this entire room with this gas. Okay? 
and they put instructors in there that have are, are in full mock gear, have their gas mask on and everything. Well, I guess it's gas mask because it's tear gas. And you go in there with your mask on, okay? And then you have to go in there and you stand in line. And as they have you stand in line, it depends on where you're at in line. They make you take your mask off. So you're standing in line take with your mask off. So eventually you're going to have to breathe. And as soon as you take the first breath, you're done. I mean, you are done, dude. Well, hopefully you're one of the first guys in line because the, what they do is they take everybody in, in order and you have to recite the Army Creed while you're in there without your helmet on. Then you can put your helmet back on or you can leave, one of the two. So if you're like the last guy in line, it is the worst experience ever because you're in there for like maybe three or four minutes with no mask on. <laughs> and then you have to recite a creed after that and you have to finish the whole creed before you can leave. I've never seen more people buke in my life. you know. And once again, I know this is a TV show, but man – they really downplayed tear gas in this episode because tear gas maybe, is, a, is a mother. Maybe the t- the police is like tear gas isn't quite at the army yeah, level. Too, right? Yeah, like I don't know if the funds for Gotham PD is as quite as good as the funds for uh, the military. The army, that yeah, makes the military. Sense. Yeah, but not a fun experience. Maybe maybe they got tear <laughs> gas light. Maybe they got tear gas light at Walmart. There you go. Forty <laughs> percent lighter than average tear gas. Yeah, but yeah, I didn't know that. It, like, a, I I forgot that it that it was a Michael's his brother. So I thought that was a kind of a cool little uh, touch on it. But I also love Batman hunting in that episode. Like, I didn't know that Michael's brother. You just broke yeah. that to me. I I really? no, yeah, I didn't. Where where do they say that? I didn't pick up he on says that. It, he Strom says it. I must just miss that. I, I little pick, brother. I thought they were friends. I, I didn't pick up on the oh. brother part. Part yeah. okay. All right, well, there we go. Let's add point two point two right there. So, uh, yeah, um, the, the train flashback. Like I said, it was cool how they did that in the whole whole show where you get to see a little bit here, a little bit here, a little bit here. Then in the end, you see that Michael's the one who saves him. And I guess they, they – they, well, it confused me because I didn't know what happened. And why is it always when somebody gets hit by a train, they lose a leg? In every story I've ever seen, they lose. If they survive, they lose a leg. It's weird. I haven't seen many train stories. I've seen a couple well, of them. stories where kids have been getting hit by trains. I can't remember the name of the movie right now, but it's an old movie. Anyway, um, these trains. I <laughs> no, no, not that one. I'll just be shit. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was cool to see that, and I guess it just kind of blows my mind if your brother is a reverend and and you're mob boss why has he never come to you before but it is good to see the resolution it is good to see it's not just a matter of batman talking down the villain and in the end batman gets what he set out for which is pretty cool i see him over the top of the building looking down watching him give his not give his confession but tell the cops he wants to tell them something so i mean it worked out well man this was a decent episode once again i don't think it was as good as the last two but it seems like this one was kind of a filler for what's but still a pretty next. cool little like message still a pretty cool one. and yeah. like I said, focusing on somebody that we will only see one more time in this show. Uh kind of nice and like I said, I enjoyed it too. It's not as good as the two parter we got, but still it dog crap or anything like that. It wasn't like right. really hard to get through. The story was good enough to, and bat you had just enough of Batman where it wasn't a Batman centered story, but it was just still you got, yeah. You got to face them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'll give my score for this. over to solid seven for this. 
Oh, okay. I, I went with the average, 7.5. I didn't think it oh, was a nice. bad episode, but I no, just No, I didn't went, either. It's just... Yeah. yeah. Right with the average. Yeah. So, I, so I'm I'm on average 0. 0.5. Actually, no, 0. 0.25 points higher than you this week. So Next episode, we'll be doing four. Okay. Next superhero discussions episode, and there is a gold, gold star episode in there. I won't say which one, but there's Dude. a gold star episode in there. I'm sitting here looking at these title cards. Harley Quinnade, uh, Robin's Reckoning, Joker's Favor, Matt is a Hatter, Mad Chat, Fear or Victory. Like, I'm ready to see what's Joker's Wild, The Mechanic, The Last Laugh, like, Night of the Ninja. There's going to be the, the Man Who Killed Batman. There's going to be some really, really cool, a bullet for Bullock. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for the shows in the future. I'm starting to get into this one a little better, man. I think this one... Robin's Reckoning, Greg, like... We should have done this before Superman the Animated Series. That's okay. It's still... I think that's why I walked into this feeling a little different. But now I'm starting to get used to this. This is my animated show I'm watching right now. I'm really enjoying it. It, You're right. Episode 10, it's getting a little better. I feel like it's gotten better since the beginning. But I can see what you mean. This is the first episode that I've really been like, oh, man, I've got to start the next one immediately to see what happens, you know? So... Ooh, we also got the worst one of the worst episodes in there as well. What's that? It's the next one. Oh, don't tell me that. Oh, it's, it's bad. It's I gotta bad. watch it. You gotta take the good with the bad. I got Batman in my basement. It's bad. But besides that, was still really, really fun. Look forward, and it's out. It's fun to talk about episodes that you don't like as well, because we'll we'll poke a little fun at it. Uh, oh yeah. It'll well, you know, we're always poking fun at these episodes, and and as adults looking speak at speak for yourself. Well, I mean, <laughs> as an know. adult looking at this, you know, I see things that I probably wouldn't notice as a kid. Uh, doesn't take away from or make it a bad show. It's just things that I look at now. I'm like, <laughs> that's funny, you know. Well, look at but, that, like that girl Rupert Thorne's uh, lady henchman getting like visibly showing her being aroused from the men fighting. Yeah, yeah. Like that something like as a kid went directly over my head. <laughs> but Greg, I guess that without further ado, we'll get out of here and reconvene next week for another four episodes uh tell the listeners where they can find you before we take off you can find me at the bat daddy 52 on twitter uh it is my only former social media hit me up my dms are open i'm willing to talk about anything check me out on superhero discussions here on friday with travis we also do uh dc alliance podcast on tuesday nights live or excuse me monday nights live on youtube audio drops tuesday uh, check me and Travis out again on Super Civil Servants on Fridays. We do live on Monday or live Friday evenings. Audio drop Saturday. You can also see me talk some sports on Sunday after the games. Uh, C3 Panthers podcast or 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on YouTube on the C3 Panthers podcast. Uh, talking Carolina Panthers football. Really good, Derek. Greg. Channel my inner two face. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you can find me listeners Travis underscore one five six. Drop me a line. Chat about anything. You got any recommendations? Anything about any notes about the show? Anything at all? Uh, hit me up. And Greg, yeah, thanks again. And listeners, thanks for downloading and listening. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you again next week. Keep pounding. Later, guys. Bye.